0: Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night.
1: (laughs) Welcome back. I'm Josh, and it's Women's History Month at Gals Guide. I'm joined by Bonnie, Katie, and Leah talking about our one cool thing i already talked about lisa meitner and bonnie already talked about women's suffrage heroes but before we dive back in let's get to know something random about our gal pals so here's my question to everybody what's one place women's history related that you would like to visit before you die kind of a bucket list kind of thing
2: I want to go to the, in California, there's a Women's History Museum.
0: That was the one I was thinking ah! of, and I couldn't remember the name of it. It's something like that. It's, it's like, like Cali- the National, da, 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 It's like California Women's History Museum. It probably Museum is Island. the National California but History Museum. I follow
2: them on Instagram, and they got some oh. really cool stuff.
0: Oh, no. they had a whole Rosie the Riveter thing, didn't they? they
2: have all kinds of stuff. Do they? Okay. Like, I haven't quite even, like, I'm trying to look at their pictures. I'm like, how big is this place? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. That looks very cool. They
2: like my posts every once in a while.
0: Do they really? Oh, look at it. Well, who doesn't like your posts? And if they, if there's somebody out there who's just like, oh wait, I haven't liked Bonnie's post. You know what? Get on it because they're beautiful and gorgeous and they're original artworks of women's history. So get on. Oh, crap. I have to think of mine now. No, well, because I was thinking about that one. And it was mostly because we do a lot of driving ones. So ones that are close by, it's like, all right, no, we're totally going to hit those. But like the California one kind of felt like a little bit more out of reach. Like there has to be a plane involved Mm. to like do that one. And if the plane goes over the water, I was talking about earlier on a break, I don't like it when planes go over water. So apparently I'm seeing everything in the continuous United States contiguous I say it wrong every single time that's totally fine <laughs> I mean um, it continues it, it, I that's what it. I think I th- it is continuing yeah. so state yeah state. I mean unfortunately I'm just saying Puerto Rico I'm really sorry and Hawaii I'm really sorry uh and uh, American Samoa I'm sorry but you're over water <laughs> what about boats I will do a boat I will do a boat. I have no problem with boats for some odd reason. Puerto Rico's back in the mix then because that's not even okay. a long boat ride. Okay. Sweet. That's, let's go. What's stopping us? Okay. My answer is probably what's stopping us. I would actually say um, the Hull House in Chicago. Um, Jane yeah. Adams. I do really want to see it. We've actually had a couple of times where we almost like went and then uh, that we just didn't. But um, one of the many buildings that was Hull House uh, is a museum. And I would really, really much like to to go see that near Chicago. Thanks. So that'd be mine.
3: Um, after our first episode, when you guys were speaking in such glowing terms about Seneca Falls, that's oh, definitely at the beautiful. top of my list Love these it. days. Go, uh, it sounds so good. amazing.
1: And if you go during <laughs> the summer when it's warm, the Finger Lakes right there you can go swimming.
0: Yeah, right. It's, right. it's a really trip. pretty. Yeah.
2: It's all really close to Niagara Falls. Yep, up there too.
0: We've only like done Niagara awesome. Falls in the wintertime. It's yes. beautiful when it's frozen.
1: <laughs> when it's terribly it? cold.
0: It's they also didn't really have cold. The, uh,
2: the maid of the mist going, though, in the winter.
1: Correct. No, they shut yeah. everything. And actually, the, the, the one cool thing. Here's another one cool thing. Another one. About it's going like a bonus. in the winter time. the parking lots are free to park.
0: And empty. No,
1: know you have to be kind of dumb to be there <laughs> when everything's frozen.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: Josh, what's yours? Mine. Uh, well, I was going to go with the... Arthur and Elizabeth Schlesinger Library. Oh, were you? But it's closed <laughs> right now.
0: It is. It's closed for like a year. Yeah. So it is part of Harvard, though.
1: It is. It is. So um, because that is kind of partly an inspiration for the Women's History Library that you're starting. Absolutely. So I thought that'd be cool. But since it's closed, um, and I'll go someplace closer here in Indiana, and it's kind of something that will probably wrap into a trip when we go to Whole House is the Radium Girls Monument in Illinois.
0: Yes. Bonnie, have you gone there? No. All right. See, there you go. Bonnie Katie, have you gone there? Mm -mm. All right. We're going. Girls trip. Including Josh. (laughs) Gal pals. Gal (laughs) pal trip. (laughs) Sweet.
1: Yeah, it's in Ottawa, Illinois. Okay. And it's called Remembering the Radium Girls, and it's a little statue there. I don't think there's a whole ton of stuff there, so I don't think it's like a solo destination, but... You know, if you're heading to Chicago,
0: yeah, and it's an interesting story about it the radium girls. I mean, it's is. it's tragic story. It's not yep. happy, happy, joy, joy story of how the girls with the radiums were yeah. doing the watches and then getting all that the makes, cancers and everything. It makes but my teeth hurt. It really does. It does. It makes it makes it all. It makes everything hurt. Yeah. Exactly.
1: There is a lot of scary stories about radiation in the early days. We didn't understand what it was. It. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. from. Where they had the plateware that, uh, ra- that was radioactive. Mm-hmm. And look this up, if you're listening out there in the world. X-rays as acne treatment.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Uh, yeah. This American Life, uh, Ira Glass talked about his, I think it was his grandmother had it done.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And the effects are devastating. One would think. Yeah.
0: I, but mm-hmm. I, we didn't know.
2: No. And now we know. They started to to put, sold radium water at one point, didn't
1: they? Yes, yes, they they sold radium water as a health tonic.
0: (sighs) Well, I mean, the health tonic was also, what was it, morphine? It was cocaine, cannabis, (laughs) and just all the alcohol in the world was, you know what I mean? Like, take this, you'll feel better tomorrow, or you'll be dead. (laughs) (laughs) One of the two.
3: (laughs) You know, what is it going to be 100 years from now that we're currently consuming at a rapid rate diet coke yeah <laughs>
0: that's that's gonna be the one pretty yeah. much every they didn't food, know what they were doing every food product right, exactly why right. didn't they know better the answer is we did we did it anyway every
1: food product we consume now will be considered toxic sludge i'm sure besides maybe vegetables
0: i'm also gonna go with spam is a possible candidate <laughs> meat Love and cans um, might be a what were they Love. thinking <laughs>
3: This is a unique intro to my One Cool Thing.
0: Is it? Does, does it, it have to do with spam? Does it tie right into your One Cool Thing? No, one, I just mean,
3: we've interestingly gone way off topic. Sweet! Yeah. Like we do. So I'm, I'm ready to bring it around town. Do it. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> my One Cool Thing I'm going to talk about, I completely stumbled across by accident when I was doing research for what I was originally going to talk about, the women's oh. groups. Um, but I was just looking at women's history in general, and an article popped up from the Indianapolis Star from 2014, and I was blown away because it says that Indiana has a women's history trail.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What? Really? You knew? I think I actually saw that article like literally today. Today? What? Yeah,
0: yeah. I actually had no it's idea. It's from
3: 2014
0: too. Yeah. G- and we are actively looking for this sort of thing all the time.
3: Correct and sweet. (laughs) Every year, March comes around, and it's Women's History Month. And I think there were two different articles about Women's History in Indiana um, over the last ten years from the Indianapolis Star. Well, okay, that I saw on my Google search. Right, exactly. Okay, let me let me be honest here. I (laughs) didn't do some in-depth decade scan. just what i was able to see it's fair you can only know what
0: you know (laughs) (laughs) but i can make
3: up what i don't know
0: correct wait hold on wait this is all (laughs) factual
3: guys (laughs) um but i was blown away by this so i wanted to research more of course i read the article about the amazing women um that are on these what it is is it's plaques like trail plaques oh okay with a brief little synopsis maybe a little engraved creepy photo okay well you gotta have your
0: creepy photo (laughs) yeah yeah it's a gift
3: (laughs) you need that ghostly silhouette in the gold on yeah anyway um so i wanted to get a little more in depth with this i'm like where can you find the information of where is this trail maybe bonnie has it up right now i don't know but i couldn't find it oh Uh,
2: i i think it's part of the cultural trail or they're just kind of all throughout indiana i think the plaques are just kind of around
3: Well, the article said there's over 20 of them and they're all around the state. So I really felt like I should be able to find like a comprehensive list of where all these are. The closest I got was um, an Indiana government site about placards. Mm. That was like, you can look like, do you want placards about this subject, that subject? Um, And there is like a byline women that you can click on. Oh, thanks. But I think it had a little (laughs) more beyond that. Gotcha. So, and I really dug deep. I feel like this could have been a moment where I had the photos and the string tying them together on the wall.
0: Yes. <laughs> Tell me, like the red yarn
3: right. going around the pin. Yes. Because it said that this trail was supported by the Indiana Women's History Associate Association. Mm-hmm. So I was oh. like, awesome. Cool. It said you can nominate um, and help raise the money for the marker and get a marker placed. Yeah. I'm like, this sounds amazing. But when I went to Google... That association, I didn't
0: get any hits.
2: I cannot find them. That's on right. the internet. At that was
0: when you were trying to find. I remember that. Yeah. yeah,
2: I found them related to. There was a women' artworks Indiana thing. Like last year, I looked it up just The other day, they're not doing it this year, oh, okay. but it said with like the women's history. You said, I was like, Oh, so right, gave like a number to contact if you have questions. You like, I have about, questions like, this project, but I was Who like, are I you? got questions,
0: <laughs> where are you? And it
2: went to like the that Indiana, like the historical society thing that's off of the canal, yeah, yeah. And the lady at the front desk was like, Yeah, I'll give you your number. It went to like, I think her home phone number, oh. <laughs> so I don't know, like, I haven't found like a Facebook group or a website forum, but right. I left her like two or three messages.
3: <laughs> was like, "Hey, I'm what you it.
2: I do women's <laughs> history. We should team up and do a thing." Yeah, but I never heard back from him.
3: It really made me wonder if it doesn't exist anymore. I don't know, but I met what I wondered.
2: I was thinking I met someone. I think when I was talking to Sheila one day, some mm-hmm. lady said like she knows a lady that's in the thing. Yeah. Like so, it's just
0: like just out. Is of it reach. like a secret society? Is apparently. it like the Masons for women? It's, it's like, like Fight the Fight Club. <laughs> it's like Fight Club. Oh, okay. And you're no. not allowed to talk about it. Sweet. So that's like no one okay. It. All right. We got to figure out the secret password or find meatloaf. Apparently, and well, then get in.
1: I fell down this rabbit hole one night and was up till like four thirty in the morning. Yes. About Indiana historical markers. That's right, you were, and I was busy sleeping. <laughs> there are s- there are some in, in you can go to the Indiana Historical Bureau website, and they have stuff about historical markers. And there's one off Capitol Street that's the Indiana Federation of Colored Women's Clubs. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, there's also, I mean, they have it by county, and mm-hmm. there are quite a few different women's markers that are historical markers. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to kind of like dig
0: through but, it. Yeah. And like mm. placard it's by placard not like
3: I want to plan myself a day trip, let me print out this list and hit it all right. up that doesn't right. seem to exist. So, I want to say this was an aha moment, especially after I read through some of these placards and the women that they were featured because it did emphasize my original topic idea, which is the women's groups. A lot of the women on these placards were part of them and they were working for social change. Mm-hmm. So suddenly a light bulb comes on in my head. It's a very empty attic up there. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought... I feel like there's an energy around of more women's groups joining for either political purposes, um, Mm -hmm. for rights purposes, and then our purpose of spreading history.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because,
3: you know, we're a group of women who have come together and we've seen this need. There needs to be a women's history library so we can find these books and articles before they disappear. Yeah, There needs to be women's groups that are preserving history so you can go on an easy website and find a day trip to go back in history and appreciate these women. So yeah, I, I, it was interesting. It was enlightening. So it was a little frustrating, but it really, I think fell in and defined our purpose too. Yeah. But since it's women's history month and I think we owe it to all the women out there to get their stories out. I'm going to cover a few um, women from Indiana history. Sweet. Yes. Get on it. I know. I know. Um, And I was blown away by these women. The first one I'm going to talk about is Catherine Merrill. Have you guys ever heard of her? No. 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 Bring it. You're not going to believe this. In 1869, she became the second female college faculty member in the nation. Really? Hmm. Can you believe that date? In Indiana, too? 1869? In Indiana. Yes. Oh, goodness. So she became a professor at what is now Butler University. Oh, okay. It was called something different back then. Um, the reason it kind of came about is the president of the university, um, his daughter died, and he wanted to endow a chair that would only be filled by a female professor. Ooh. Mm. Oh, that's a so, very sh- nice tribute. I know. And Aww. she was um, such an amazing, strong candidate for that because her family had a high value on education, and she had a passion for learning. Um, She went in her early 20s abroad to study. And from my reading, I found that it's common for women to go abroad at that age, Mm -hmm. um, women with means too, but more uncommon for them to study.
0: So she studied
3: literature in Germany. Oh, That's what she did when she was abroad for several years. Oh, neat. Yes.
0: I remember Jane Addams went abroad and got kind of the idea of the settlement houses from the English over there. But, yeah, she didn't study over there. She just kind of like, what are you working on? This looks <laughs> fun. I could build this in Chicago.
3: Nice. <laughs> right. All right. My next one is Zerelda G. Wallace. Oh, uh, Bonnie's nodding. Okay. It sounds slightly familiar, but I couldn't tell you what she did. We're a little bit closer, Right. Well, um, her husband was Indiana governor from 1837 to 1840. Ah. So while he was busy being governor, she was also being super political. She, um, she let me see. Okay. In 1875, she presented more than 21,050 signatures in support of um, women's rights to vote in front of the Indiana General Assembly. Um. General Assembly. That was hard nice um she also appeared in 1880 before the u.s senate judiciary committee arguing for women's voting rights yay (laughs) i loved reading that because i find um the women that were featured in bonnie's hero stories they're like the rock stars (laughs) and they're inspiring and awesome and out there but i really loved hearing about somebody from my own state that grew up
0: they're like the foot here, soldiers. Right. Yeah, they're like inspired by the, you know, the big rock stars, but they're doing so the work. Right yeah,
3: state by state. Yeah. Cuz sometimes it can be hard, I think, to feel like you're having an imprint and a difference, especially right here in the middle of the Midwest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have all the biggest things going on, but it's super cool to know that the women here were fighting for those same things that yeah. our larger than life characters were. Exactly. On the East Coast.
0: Oh.
1: And a lot of times there are interesting things going on here just especially i've we've seen it a lot in indiana indiana just doesn't publicize it well enough or you know you see it a lot with festivals and stuff downtown and things that it seems like everything's going on all at the same time so it's either there's nothing that you hear about going on or everything all at the same time so you can't hit quite all of it yeah and yeah they don't publicize that kind of stuff a lot i got a message on uh instagram from a guy when i posted uh some pictures that I'd taken when I went up north. Uh, Francis. Uh, Francis Slocum. When I there went you. to the Francis <laughs> Slocum forest and to our gravesite and stuff. And uh, the guy that, I'll, I'll give him a shout out here, George Kukuris. I'm sure I'm slaughtering his name. He is He's an artist and he has a pretty cool looking Instagram page. And he asked if we had a list, if Gals Guide had a list of, women's history places to go to in indiana so he could take his daughters because he is a single dad so it's i'm like nice. we don't have a list but we do have our travel page yeah we're um, always
0: working on it and adding it and Page adding page. To it.
1: and i keep meaning i need to sit down and do something about francis slocum and post some of the pictures and stuff as a little travel log and you know I when I was sitting down till four thirty in the morning, going through all those signs, a lot of them are women's history related. Nice, and so
0: it's got to be looking for them specifically.
1: As I'm out and well, I've got them marked on Google Maps. I've got them pinned, and as I'm out and about, I'm going to be out there trying (laughs) to get pictures of them. Foot soldiers, (laughs) so that we can publicize them a little better and get places for people to go and see these things. And and beyond
3: that, we need them to have a page they can look at that has more information. Yeah because I looked at all of these placards, trail signs and you know they're five sentences long. Yeah. And yeah. these women, all of these incredible women did way more than five sentences worth right. of things. They were oh, they were you know activists, writers, uh trying to think of all the others they all had They were usually talents. multiple things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: as women do <laughs> and <know>. should. <laughs> and as you look at
1: some of those the the entries for some of those signs, some of them don't even exist anymore. They're gone. Yeah. They were removed and not put
0: back up. Yeah,
1: or ran over by a car or something and then not replaced. So right. And unfortunately, it's even even some of that limitedness is gone.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, Katie, you have more amazing Indiana know, women. Do you have more. Amazing. The little
2: fact that I always remember about Zerelda is she held suffrage meetings in her house.
0: Ah. Yeah. That's the, the, the little thing that I always
2: remember about her. So just a photo. Do. She's got big old poofy
0: cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what?
3: Um, my next lady I'm going to talk about is Lillian Thomas Fox. Ah. Does that name ring a bell for anybody? No. Okay. So in 1904, she was the first African-American woman to be employed as a journalist with the Indianapolis News.
0: Nice. Oh, really? We have Journalism mm-hmm.
3: Month coming up for Gal's she's Guide. Mm-hmm. She's got it. She's got to be a part Fantastic. of it.
0: Fantastic.
3: Um, so she had previously written extensively um, for the Indianapolis. Um, I forget the name of the newspaper, but it was a newspaper for African-Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... That she was asked to start contributing to the Indianapolis News. So yeah. she was the the first African-American woman to write for a newspaper in Indiana. Sweet. So she wrote a little column in it um, about social things that were happening in gatherings, but then also things that were political and more of the social activism because she was also a really impressive speaker. Oh, cool. So she, she really joined the social movements, um, spent a lot of time talking about... Um, health and sanitation and you know all the things you kind of needed to to get a little improved in those early 1900s right exactly
0: (laughs) move us forward a little bit out of the dark ages (laughs) right
3: um so actually she helped open oak hill camp with one of her women's groups Uh and it was the first outdoor fresh air camp um for patients with tuberculosis tuberculosis in the entire country.
0: It was the Mm -hmm. 1920s disease. Yes, exactly. I mean, I watched Mm -hmm. a lot of old movies where, you know, they get that little cough Mm -hmm. and then there's that little bit of blood on the handkerchief and you're like, oh, you got the tuberculosis.
3: (laughs) Actually, there's another lady on this list that opened um, an open air classroom for people with tuberculosis, oh. so us ladies, we were really helping.
0: See, the people that's with right. with tuberculosis. Exactly. Well, it, it killed yeah. a lot more of us than it <laughs> seemed to of <have> anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Gotta take care of care of ourselves, huh? Exactly. Yes.
3: So um, the next lady I wanted to feature is Mary Cable.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Slightly, like I feel like I'm supposed to, but I can't uh, remember what she did. She
3: well, she also helped. Yeah. African-American children with tuberculosis. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was the other lady I was Maybe about there was like a huge tuberculosis,
0: <laughs> uh, tuberculosis <laughs> epidemic happening in Indiana. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that's a footnote of what she did, but she was an amazing educator. Oh. Um, in 1893, she started her four-decade-long career as an Indianapolis public school educator. Uh-huh. Um, she took the post of directing other practicing teachers um, and help prepare over a, 60 African-American teachers like herself to enter the classroom. Oh, cool. So she became the teacher's teacher. Um, and she was also instrumental in starting the local chapter of the NAACP.
0: Nice. Yeah. nice. Perfect.
3: Yeah. I know. Yay! So she was all about contributing and helping her community. So there's a placard here in Indianapolis for her um the next one i want to talk about is i'm trying to pick my order
0: (laughs) you don't want to group those tuberculosis ones too close i I did them i did them back to
3: back (laughs) it's very anti-climactic you're you're good you're good (laughs) yes uh luella smith mcwerter
0: oh all right
3: um i think it's cool because uh she married this real estate mogul
0: Mm -hmm. like you Um, do like you do
3: (laughs) back in the early 1900s and he uh founded the people's bank and trust company okay so then his wife served on the original board of directors for the company which was the first time in the state a woman had served on a board of directors i was
0: gonna say it's pretty rare a bank yeah oh my goodness
3: she was also president of the indiana women's temperance union Mm -hmm. and the indiana council of legislative women which campaigned for women's suffrage oh cool So really a lot of the ladies on this list helped campaign for suffrage. Right. They are Indiana heroes.
0: Look at that. I know. They weren't like that Tennessee being the last state, you know, just waiting it out. No. (laughs) We are on it. (laughs) Wonder what number we were.
2: We were like twenty. Twenty? Okay.
0: Something like that. Gotcha. All right. So not not first, not last ish. So okay, all right, (laughs) good. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Um
3: have any of you ever heard of Lavinia mccarthy straight straight Straightright? right no. I really got that wrong, I'm certain. But she had one of the most amazing facts I read, and it's a silly one, but, you know, that's what grabs my attention. Yes. Go for it. <laughs> um, so she, um, along with her husband, Abel, well, her husband was at the commander of the 51st Indiana Voluntary Infantry. Oh, okay. Um, and so when her husband went to fight in the civil war, she came along with their five-year-old son.
0: She went to the civil war, like to the camps with him. Yeah. She just S- like you do
3: packed up and Sweet. came to war with him with their five-year-old.
0: Strap uh-uh. that baby
1: to your back and go. Yeah.
0: Not mm. my first
3: thought. Cool. Yep. <laughs> so she nursed the wounded during the war-, war, which earned her the title of mother of the 51st. Oh, mm. yep. I love this one. This woman just seems like she's probably hard as nails. She was captured three times by Confederate troops. Oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, After the war, the couple returned to Indiana, and this is what really got my attention. <laughs> when Abel died in 1892 Lavinia buried him in her front yard, much to the neighbor's dismay. <laughs>
0: You know, girl was kidnapped a couple of times and went to the battlefields oh, with you know her child. I think she gets to do this.
1: <laughs> but I mean, people bury like their dog or their cat
0: in their yard. They it's a little don't different when it's your husband. Bury their
1: husbands or their other loved ones
0: in the yeah. front yard. So he. Oh, you're saying I, I'm not allowed to do that with you? <laughs> Is this a okay? All right, Maybe no. To like self. There. <laughs> At this point, yes. <laughs> Frowned yeah.
1: upon by the Neighborhood Association.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I know our neighbors would be very upset with me.
3: <laughs> but, I mean, you're just a tough woman making your way through this world. You don't got time. <laughs> we go to a cemetery. Oh,
1: Come do on. We, we Front yard's do neighbor, available. We do have a neighbor that may have spouses buried
0: in his yard. But, <laughs> you know. that's for another show.
3: <laughs> her placard is actually at her house the former location of her house or where she used to live. Um, So if you want to go there and imagine that he was...
0: He's right there by the side. He he is not anymore. He's been dug
3: up and buried in Crown Hill Cemetery. Oh, Actually, a good majority of the women on this list are buried in Crown Hill Cemetery. So that could be an interesting little trip, too, to go pay tribute
0: I do love me a good cemetery, and Crown Hill is, uh, it's really gorgeous. I'm one of those, I do, I, I love cemeteries, because there's so much history there, um, and it's, you know, it's names and dates, but then it's also kind of that, you know, paying homage and, or homage, or, you know, sorry, I like saying both, homage, homage. <laughs>
2: uh, I just can't get over, she got captured three times. I'm like, what? Right? Uh, was, t- they just, like, really like her? private her company? Like, did she sing them songs? <laughs> or, like... Did she keep just wandering off? Like what?
0: Yeah. Many times. Exactly. There's a story there for yeah. sure.
3: <laughs> and a handful of the ladies on my list also published works. So oh, there were like quite a, there were quite a few of them um that were nurses during the Civil War yeah. um that went to help and um I can't remember which lady now because I, I expanded upon this. I went and uh, googled these ladies too to see what I could find. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of them had Wikipedia pages, right? But not every single one of them. Um, and one of them was uh, kind of the poet of Indiana. Oh, um, and she wrote about the wartime experience.
0: Oh, neat. So, hmm. interesting, especially if <laughs> she was anywhere near the 51st, or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a big war. <laughs> yeah. So Hell it doesn't mean they're right community? next to each other.
3: Oh, yeah. Sarah Bolton. Yes. Yeah. She um, published a lot of poetry. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of... Uh, I, I think what happens kind of in the 19th and even 20, somewhat early 20th centuries, since women weren't allowed in the military, they weren't allowed to fight and... A lot of women felt compelled to protect their country in one way or another. So, uh, yeah, a lot of them went into the nursing corps. Mm -hmm. And I think that was kind of the way. Because they want, I mean, like anybody, you see something bad going on, you want to help. And that was the one easy way that they were allowed to help. And really make a big difference. And so I think... It's
0: why Clara Barton, um, she's yeah. credited with starting with the American Red Cross. She was a teacher. And when the Civil War broke out, it, she, it was a lot of her students. And so she was really worried about her students. So she went to the front lines to make sure that they were okay. And then she became the lady in charge on the front lines in her particular area too. You know what I mean? Taking in the, you know, the injured and dying and things like that. So... Sometimes it's just a call to help. It's just like, yeah. hey, got no medical training, but you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I can make sure people are okay. I can, you know, get uh, relief. I can talk to my local women's club and get bandages. <laughs> right, I did a lot of that. Yeah.
2: Also, another great Drunk History
0: episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more Marathon. bandages. Oh, wait. No, no. Now <laughs> I I I'm thinking of Phoebe Buffet in <laughs> the Friends episode when she sang the more bandages. I'd combine the two. But yes, the Drunk History on Claire Barton. It's
2: got one of my favorite. <laughs> I can never remember her name. Oh, the young black lady when she does that. One. She does the Claire Barton one. Does she?
0: I can't. Yeah, I can't remember. The lady who the has trouble was.
2: saying uh, spectacles <laughs> in the... Uh, <laughs> Colvet Colvin one, spectacled, <laughs> spectacled.
3: <laughs>
0: I love it. Well, when I was it.
3: looking at all the monuments in on the website, the placards, not monuments, mm, same difference, right?
0: The <laughs> monuments are coming. Yes. So.
3: <laughs> we'll get on that next. Exactly. <laughs> when I was looking at the placards, there was one in New Albany um, that's for I cannot remember her name because it's not on my list right here. Um, But for an African-American woman who was fleeing the South Mm -hmm. to gain her freedom and met up with one of the Northern um, Civil War troops and stayed on for two or three years nursing them. Oh, wow. So she ended up settling in New Albany and um, a few years later, several years later, they came up with kind of um, a bill for pension for people that served in the Civil War. Right, yeah. And it was not offered to her. She no. wasn't, they didn't have records of her official service, so they didn't need to get her pension. Mm-hmm. So she went to um, the infantry that she was with and got the signatures of every single person that served oh. saying she nursed them. She did her job. She worked for all that time and petitioned Congress and won her case and got her pension. So very nice. I, I thought that was pretty badass.
0: I think Harriet Tubman had to fight for uh, a pension as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh interesting
2: there's one lady from the civil war who she got awarded her pension but they only paid her in booze oh. and but there was like a weird loophole where where she was living you weren't allowed to give women booze <laughs> so they didn't give her her pension I did, like I did, I, I, um, <laughs> sure
0: sure <laughs> nobody ever pays me in booze
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like you would get like a barrel, of booze, a month, or whatever—like it was. I'm cool with this.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't even need to pick. <laughs> I, mean, I guess if you
1: were trying to start a bar, I mean, okay. sure. Free or just, supplies. I'm
0: just saying, you know. <laughs> oh, fun!
1: But yeah, I, I saw that Indy Star article about the Indiana Women's History Trail, and it—that it, does seem like it seemed like it was spread out like over the whole state. So it'd be neat to. To region region yeah like to this regionalize area it and what you
0: could hit in a day or something like, like Crown that hill
1: cemetery do like the walking trail right do it, it's something
0: where you could get out
1: and walk it and
0: i know new york has one that's about a central park yeah like what are the historical markers that are relating around women that you could walk to that are around this you know that yeah. area yeah. that would be really cool for indiana yeah, yeah i think that'd be indianapolis fun. Yeah.
1: even if it wasn't plaques or anything like that at least if it was on a website and it had okay at the corner of this and this this happened this house was this and and it was something walking because it's different when you're reading this stuff about people on a page after a while it can kind of gloss over where if you're walking it living it and being part of it it really does kind of bring the history to life yeah it and does. It makes it a lot more interesting than just names and dates and figures and yeah blah. exactly well that wraps it up for this week join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool thing as women's history month continues on gal's guide to the galaxy podcast
0: for show notes links and images from this week's show visit galsguide.org Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers become a gal's guide patron today